How do you guys say come eat? Really? We say, we, we say eat How do you guys say it? Yeah, really similar. Oh, it's very similar. That's crazy. Hello, you're listening to Four Micronesians by Micronesians, and May is Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And so I plan to highlight dynamic Micronesians that everyone should meet. So today I have a guest who is a beautiful Marshallese mother, daughter, and sister. She's a talented performance artist, teacher, and activist. So tell us more about you. What's your name? Where are you from? Who are you? Who are you? How else would you describe yourself? Well, hello. My name is Yoshimi. Um, I How would I describe myself? Oh, so first off, I am half Marshallese and half Black American. My mother is from the Marshall Islands, um, specifically from um, the atolls of Mejiro and Jaluit. And yeah. So are you very close to, to your Marshallese side of your family? Not as close as I would like to be, but my mother, <laughs> she whatever. so funny story, whenever she um, would hear like someone say, oh, you're half, you're not full, or you're not a Marshallese. She's like, oh no, you tell them that you're, this is a matriarchal society. Like your mother, <laughs> your mother is Marshallese. And so that makes you full Marshallese just by my blood. <laughs> so. Yes, you, you were by a very strong woman. <laughs> She's a very so, strong woman. <laughs> so creepy, very creepy, but like obviously the islands are very small, so everybody knows everybody. So, right. um, I went to Washington DC for like a, I was in a fellowship for Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders mm-hmm. and they had paired me up with um, a woman named Lucy and she was my roommate and she's Marshallese and it was you. So for those who obviously don't know our backstory, you and I connected very randomly through a group. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's so random, but it was literally just like a group for Pacific Islanders. But like nobody's really Micronesian, so when you see someone who else, it, someone else who is, it's exciting. Yeah, very. Um, so yeah, so I like you and I still have yet to meet in person. But right. I was. Like, we will. Telling, yes, we will. I was telling Lucy about you though. I was like, oh, there's a girl in Michigan, and you know her mom is Marshallese. Um, and then Lucy's like, well, who's her mom? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I'm so creepy. So I went so far into your Facebook looking for pictures of your mom. And then Lucy's like, oh, yeah, I know her mom. Oh, she yeah. Older siblings, too, but they're back home. And like, she knew all of them. Like, yep. small world. Everybody knows everybody. <laughs> it's not a creepy question at all. Because like my mom will ask me the same thing. Like, who? oh, who's their mom? <laughs> Who's their dad? So I know where, like, what family they're from and what. And so she'll, like, oh, okay, yeah, I know them, or she doesn't know them. So, yeah, not a creepy question at all. So, my first question is if you were stranded on a deserted island and could only have one person keep you company, who would you choose? I mean, I wouldn't. Okay, don't take this the wrong way, mom, if you're listening. (laughs) I would love to choose my mom because she's amazing at being able to make something out of nothing and you know like she's just very knowledgeable with that kind of stuff so I would love to choose her but you know daughter mom relationship sometimes yeah (laughs) you're stranded on an island (laughs) we love each other but it's sometimes sometimes tense (laughs) yep yep you go sit on that side of the island I'll go sit on the side (laughs) but um I think it would have to be 
Jason Momoa. Oh, that's a good choice. You know what? I've told right? people like, oh, they can be dead or alive, famous or not famous, and everyone picks people they know, but you're the first person who's picked someone who's like a celebrity. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> that's true. Jason Momoa. Uh, that's, I mean, if he wasn't married, if I wasn't in a relationship, then yeah, but besides that. <laughs> so what would your dream career be? My dream career? You know, I'm actually working towards my dream career, um, which some of it I'm trying to keep under wraps. But mo- like the main thing right now is that I'm a multidisciplinary performer. So, okay. Um, I do a bunch of different types of performing. I'll I've done fire dancing, um, Polynesian luau's, and um shows and whatnot and started out as a hip-hop dancer doing that was in a latin group for a while and so i have all of those under my belt so my dream career would be to have my own event entertainment company also having like a little side uh healing place and part of that is from or most of that is from um just working with or learning about different herbs and um, healing practices within different cultures, but mainly from Polynesian cultures, Micronesian cultures. So, yeah, and using movement as a tool as well. So event entertainment and like a healing center where we use dance and art and a bunch of everything (laughs) all together. That's my dream. I love everything you just said. I'm glad. I'm like obsessed with like healing. And my grandma was a healer back home. And so, and she's not with us anymore. But I, I'm like, I think it's just in my, it's like in my, in my lineage. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you feel it. You can feel it when it is. And which yeah. is crazy. Cause so I was reading this. Um, well, I have been like um, studying this uh, book. I don't even have it with me, but it's um, a Marshallese herbs for women book I can't remember what the name of it is but um it was talking about in the beginning how um so what you would consider like a chief of natal it's called an iroch the king of mm-hmm. that and so um he had like certain people around him that would do um like massage or what we would consider reiki like an energy massage and stuff like yeah. that and I was for some reason, my whole body was just like buzzing. I was like, I know it's in my blood. <laughs> I can yes. feel it in my blood. Like, I know it. And so oh, that that. that had a very, actually, after reading that, my, something in my brain just kind of clicked and went off. And so I've been on this journey of um, wanting to use herbs and learning about um, how plant medicine can help us. But also what I'm good at is I know that I can dance. <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm, I love all your dance I'm videos. Good I like singing. sent one of them to my sister. Oh. <laughs> I was like, isn't she a good dancer? And then my sister was like, yes, and I like her plants. <laughs> oh, thank you. Those are my mom's plants, though. She lo- like So we live underneath my parents, but those are my mom's plants. She has a green thumb, just like her mother. And yeah. So tell me at least one thing that's on your bucket list. One thing on my bucket list, I want to learn how to roller skate. You can't roller skate? No, I can roller blade. I can roller blade my butt off, but I cannot roller skate. Oh, like on the four wheels? Yeah, on the four wheels. I want to dance. I want to do a dance on roller skates. 
Yes, exactly. I'm really showing my age right now. No, like, seriously. I was like, like, I want to put on some bell bottoms and learn. <laughs> oh, learn my God. How to roll the best bucket list item ever. <laughs> so that's on my bucket list uh, for the summer, actually. I'm going to order some skates. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what? I heard not I heard I learned I literally so I work with elders right now so every day I work with is there's a lot of people with dementia Mm. um but obviously I think most people know this anyways but like the more you are engaging and active in new learning throughout your life the less likely that you know you'll lose memory skills as you get older so it's good that you want to keep learning new things because it'll be very good for you long term yeah for sure you want to hear a crazy story about that, but it also ties into me being my creation. <laughs> yeah. So, right. I'm like, what can I say without getting in trouble with my mom? <laughs> right. By the way, I'm a 30 year old um, woman and I'm still scared of my mother. So no. that, that just happens when you have a Micronesian mother. You can ask all my cousins. <laughs> uh, no, it's the, you know, my dad is the Micronesian one and I'm like, there's so many things like one time I got an associate's degree and my dad never knew I don't even know if he knows still he won't listen to this so I have matter. a tattoo that my parents <laughs> don't know about but that's okay <laughs> it's funny because that should be something someone's a pro like proud of like oh I got an associate's degree but I like kept it a secret from my dad because I was like but what if he doesn't like what I said oh yeah no I that's legit that's <laughs> legit I totally I feel that <laughs> things I've heard um where just you can tell when a spirit passes away like there'll be a smell or like it'll get really cold in the room and whatnot or just signs of that someone's spirit is about to pass away right so um my ex-husband we were in the hospital with uh, with his grandfather and his grandfather was in a coma and was not responsive whatsoever and then I started singing him songs from the 50s. And then you could see him tapping his toes and mouthing his lips or mouthing the words that I was singing with his lips. Man was unresponsive. So I was like, oh, that's that's a little different. And then I started seeing the same signs that my mom was talking about. And so I was able to, like, help my ex, ex prepare for his grandfather, like, fully passing away. So, so. I love that so much. <laughs> that is like the coolest. No, there is. There's a lot of studies behind, but I've never heard anything like that's chilling. Just that he was un, like non-responsive because there are studies that like music memory is like a it thing. is. He was tapping um, his feet, moving. You could see his fingers moving. It was only when I was singing. But I digress. <laughs> so, what is one thing you cannot live without? <laughs> one thing I can't live without my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is. That's what it is I can't live without my kids how many kids do you have what are their ages I have two kids my oldest is 10 her name is Lila Halani um, she's a little firecracker and then my son he is five and his name is Jet Anjok but we call him Jet they have a good gap between yeah them. they do <laughs> uh, what would you say is the most memorable lesson that you've learned from your parents oh there's so many and there's so many I feel because I grew up with two very rich cultures my dad mm-hmm. is a very old school black man <laughs> families from Mississippi and Chicago and 
that those areas and so I had wow. his upbringing going our and he's a musician he was a music teacher my whole life and so I grew up being the band director's daughter but also having my mother at home who taught it like our culture at home was totally different it was you're a Marshallese woman or you're learning how to be a Marshallese woman so you have to do this 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 and that and it's what a lot of people now would say very sexist but for me I think that it what it was very balanced um and I can yeah. see how what what the culture like you know men would go and get the fish and do all that and the women would stay home it was yin and yang and so it was balanced stable and so now it was just like it's a little bit different growing up uh with two different cultures but also embracing both of them fully and so I have a lot of different lessons that I learned within that also lessons that I had to unlearn in order to (laughs) in order to you know like be an independent woman in the modern day so but you know what I love what you said because um I think a lot of people feel that the culture that our parents come from can be um I can't even think of the word of it but basically like um you know, growing up in America in the day age that we did, I feel like I identify with a lot of feminist values. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like the women in that I knew growing up that are Micronesian were ever um, looked down upon or mistreated um, in terms of like a cultural whole. And so I think it just matter. It, the the difference between that is that although there's a lot of gender Mm. roles, um, it just depends on if you're empowered or disempowered by it. And I feel like very empowered by it. And I think that that's where the difference is. Yeah, because like you inherently have your own different powers, you know, whether it's a feminine power or masculine power. And so I feel like when you come from a smaller island, everyone's working a little bit more as a community. And so everyone has their roles. And even in like, I know I'm being super cliche with bringing up a Moana song. <laughs> oh, I perform as Moana as well, you guys. <laughs> you know what? This is so creepy. But in my head, I was thinking about the Moana song, but I wasn't going to say it. And I feel like I'm on, my sister and I call it on a wire. You and I are on a wire right now. <laughs> well, yeah, where uh, she's like, uh, what is it? Um, I know everybody I know on this island has a role on this island. So it's maybe I can roll with mine for all that's like literally been (laughs) my mantra for the past year but it it really did um bring a stable environment and community and you don't hear about all the different problems that our societies have now that um our ancestors my ancestors did like it's not the same whatsoever it was a lot different and they were able to make it work and like you (laughs) Yeah, like you said, like feeling like you have a role, um, you know, like both of us feeling like, you know, it's in our roots that maybe there's this healing energy within us, like kind of bringing us, like, I feel like that in itself is yeah. a role, right? So it's in a way, it's almost like giving you purpose, like finding your purpose in terms of like where you're at For in the sure. community. What, what are you most proud of? In general or? Yeah. I, you know what? <laughs> I'm most proud of, because <laughs> I was just thinking about this, 
um, the other night. Like, I'm really proud of how far I've come because I've been through some stuff. <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> so I'm just, like, proud to, like, be where I am today and the yeah. people around me thriving and being able to help others and be of service to others in the way that I'm able to because I've my knowledge of a lot of dark stuff has been able to help others what is something that you would wish for for the Micronesian people I feel like Micronesians are very good-hearted and have um, a lot of trust in other people and that's how we built our communities back in the day you know Mm -hmm. but along with that is not trusting the right powers that be if you know what I mean. Mm. so um for I would like just more um more knowledge I'm trying to like be politically yeah. correct <laughs> but I also know. like uh, um it's I just wish for more um more awareness of not being taken advantage of, but I think it gets really tricky because, um, you know, even um, like let's say I was to move back back to where you know where my mm-hmm. my father grew up, I would be a fish out of water. Like it would it would not be um, at all what I'm used to or where I grew up, and things would be unfamiliar. So, depending on who gets a hold right. of me first, it would be very easy for them to shape whatever my views yeah. would be in that new environment. And so it would be silly for us not to assume that people who are coming from back home to America would be very vulnerable and susceptible to that right. type of same. Yeah. And that's like, just kind of basically what it like where I'm getting at, because I was able to grow in both cultures, like, especially Oh, that's where I was going at before. So at home, I was raised straight up Marshallese culture, customs, but also mm-hmm. my Black American father. But um, knowing that coming from a different culture to, um, or the country. I'm oh, you're good. good. <laughs> I know you can hear. But yeah, go coming from a different country to here, like, as you said, you know, we can depends on who gets you first and I've just seen and heard just a lot where I'm you know Micronesians are looked down upon and so it's they don't people don't see that we've done a lot for the world <laughs> like even for Polynesians and for yeah. like people of the Pacific we've done a lot like freaking Mao yeah. Mao brought navigating back to Hawaii and you know I wish I more people would be understanding of our entire history. Like people just don't know. You see the the mushroom cloud from the bikini atoll being uh, tested, and so that's p- pretty much the extent of it. People don't even understand that the word bikini comes from the Marshall Islands, and so it's I just. Know. What's the most ridiculous way that you've ever been injured? The most ridiculous way I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I mean. I, I've been a pretty safe kid, even though I've been athletic and a dancer all my life. Like, I haven't gotten major injuries, but the most memorable, <laughs> the most memorable, um, I have a huge scar on the inside of my uh, right leg 
from my sister. I hope she hears this too because I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I'm still mad about it, Mimi. <laughs> she was she and I were in an argument. Um, I was about I can't I can't remember like seven or eight, and she says that she didn't put the iron on me, but that she shook the thing on accident. I'm like, you shook it on purpose because it was right next to me. And so I had this huge iron fall on my leg and then pull it off. Skin comes off with it. It was just super gnarly. And yeah, thank you, Mimi, for doing that. But yeah. We all hope she's I hope she's listening. And then the last question, what's the most interesting Micronesian superstition? Oh, that you're there's so many with? of them. And you know what's funny is that my a lot of my cousins don't know about them. They're like, oh, you know a lot about Ooh. the superstitions, but like, you know, parents, a lot of them won't talk about it. Oh, well, I think if you heard Rena's, all of hers were about like yeah. ghosts. Oh yeah. Like, there's yeah. like this um this Marshallese guy who does like those little uh videos. And it's like American ghost. And he's like, Ben, woo. And he's like, ah. And then uh, Marshallese goes, la Ben. He's like, Juma, which is grandpa. <laughs> oh so it's like, oh it's just God. common, like a common thing, you know, spirits and superstitions. But um, one thing I know specifically with being pregnant, I wasn't allowed to be alone at all. I wasn't allowed to cut my hair. Um, there were certain things I w- was allowed to, or I wasn't allowed to eat. And so stuff like that, like I had a lot of restrictions, <laughs> a lot of restrictions. But wow. at the end of the day, it's what I believe will keep me safest and my baby safest. And so I did what I was told and what I believed I should do and shouldn't do. So is there anything that you would like to share with people, like tell people about like shows to watch, books to read? We're looking up uh, Kathy, uh, the poet. She's amazing. Um, what else? If you don't know about the Pacific Climate Warriors, look that up. You know, climate change is a huge thing in Micronesia and um, specifically like our atolls are very much so in danger all the coral reefs if you can um what is it the the great coral reef documentary i can't remember any of these names it sucks that i didn't write this down sorry um great barrier coral coral reef documentary i believe it's on netflix i legit cried (laughs) because it shows it goes from when they're like super like healthy and then with a matter within a matter of like a month or a couple of months it's just like a short amount of time just watching them die wow. off so they turn like these big bright beautiful colors before they die and then when they die you can just like see the life falling off of them and it's like this <laughs> Is there anything that you'd like to plug, like your Facebook, So Instagram, my Instagram Twitter, like is Yoshi is at Yoshimi underscore Lotus Honey. And um, be on the lookout for some new pages to pop up from that very soon. And yeah, that's 
that in. Thank you again for. I appreciate me. you I appreciate doing that. Yeah, for the people, for the culture, and we have to and meet in real life. Yes, for yeah. the culture, <laughs> culture queens. <laughs> All right, okay, you well, I'll talk care. to you later and have a good day. Bye.